0: your favorite scary movie. If you're listening to Stop Horror Time, the podcast for two 20-something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life crime or events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film... And yes, the titles are puns. I'm Elle. I'm Kate. Hello. Hello. Welcome
1: welcome to more holiday horror fun. We hope you enjoyed the last one. Yeah. Or the last two. <laughs> We're on our third week. Whatever. Time doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, we have a fun one for you. It's the technically 2017, but didn't get a release here till last year. And didn't get a home video release till like, a couple weeks ago. It's Anna in the Apocalypse. Woo! Wahoo! So it was directed by John McPhail. It was actually, like, the passion project of Ryan McHenry, who most people know as the guy who made Ryan Gosling Won't Eat His Cereal. He made all of those videos, but he also- had this, like, idea of, like, what if, like, High School Musical, but z- was zombies? I love <laughs> it. So he actually made a, a short film about it, but he passed away before he could make, like, a feature about it. And so, like, a, a lot of people involved with this were his friends that just, like, wanted to see his passion project get made. And it was just, like, a, like, kind of, like, a tribute to him. It's very yeah. sweet. <laughs> no. So we have this, and we have Ryan Gosling finally eating his cereal as yes. a tribute to this man. <laughs> yes, yes, um, yes.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, you Had you seen this before? I had not. Ooh, so, first time watching. I, li- I really loved it. Um, Wahoo. Yeah. It was, it was good. I had a fun time with it. I would, uh, since it was based off of uh, Zombie Musical by uh, Travis McHenry, I would love to see what they could do if they actually made it into a real ass uh, Broadway musical. That'd be oh cool. my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure uh, if it hasn't happened
1: yet, some high school with like a super cool drama teacher is gonna do like a bootleg version of this, mm. uh, where they like you know have a, a pay uh, suggested donation at the door to avoid copyrights, <laughs> yeah, and say it's for education, kind of like that that um the alien stage oh, production, yeah. like. Like, high schools can get away with shit like that because it's for educational purposes. Yeah. So, probably. Or maybe (laughs) they'll release the rights to it or- I don't- I don't know if they'd ever adapt this for the stage. Maybe, like, in the West End they would or something. Hmm. That'd be kind of fun.
0: (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah.
1: Well, anyways. Yeah, I I saw this, like, opening weekend. I was stoked for it because it's (laughs) so many things I love combined. It's a- It's a zombie Christmas musical. (laughs) What's not to love? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I know, like, the friends I saw it with were kind of shitting on the songs and how poppy they were. And I'm like, that was just... They're teens. They're gonna sing pop music. (laughs) (laughs)
0: What do you expect?
1: It just checks out. I don't know. It's It's not like... It's like a musical about, like, a bunch of, like, divorcees, and they're singing these catchy pop tunes. Actually, I'd watch that, too. But But anyways, the Ella Hunt, who plays Anna in this, she's I forgot how, like, spectacular she is in this.
0: Oh, she's great. Like,
1: that's that's a star-making performance there. Um, I know she's in Dickinson now, which I really need to watch, and she's, like, she plays, like, Emily Dickinson's girlfriend, so, like, dab.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, well, hello. <laughs> Which is great because John Mulaney's in it and you he, he can finally say, I think Emily Dixon's a lesbian.
1: <laughs> Partial credit! Partial oh, fuck, credit. I, I forgot he's in that. <laughs> yeah. The, this is totally off topic, but did you see that, the, like, promo for his new, sh- I think it's like a Netflix show, and he does, like, a reference to the, all that jazz opening, but it's with a bunch of kids?
0: Uh, yeah, I saw that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I love Hello, John Mulaney. Anyway, <laughs> when is John Mulaney going to do a horror movie? That's uh, the real that's question. Really? Like, he and Bill Hader should make one. Because, like, after, after that episode, like the ending of the episode of Documentary Now that's like the Great Garden spoof, that turns into like a full on horror movie, like found footage horror movie. I'm like, I need Bill Hader to make a horror movie now. For <laughs> real. <laughs> Between that and his Barry episodes, I'm like, yeah, he could do it. So maybe John Mulaney can be involved. Hell yes. Hell yeah. But anyways, (laughs) there's... The the one thing, like, when I first watched this going in, I was like, oh god, like, another, like... (laughs) another male best friend that's in love with his female best friend, like, how groundbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm like already tired the second he opens his mouth. and then when he makes that all of the under reindeer joke, I'm like, he needs to die right now. <laughs> 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 but and but then I was this is gonna stop mean. I was like pleasantly surprised when he was killed off so soon. Like, so soon, though. He's, like, the first of their group to die. And not just that, but before that, like, the conversation that he has with Anna, I thought, was handled really well. Because, like, I feel like in other more cliched environments or films, like, there would have been a declaration of love. And they would have at least ended up together before he died or something. But that Mm -hmm. wasn't the case. And, like, she already knew all of this and just uh, found her way of telling him this. You know, like, Mm -hmm. you're my best friend. And then they move on. Like... I kind of dug that. (laughs) I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's a lot of, like... I don't know. There's a lot of, like, expectations, especially in zombie movies, and this kind of flips that on his head. I was like, oh, this is a a horror movie where, like, a lesbian lives, first of all.
0: We love that.
1: Like, two of the three people that survive are a lesbian and, like, the only character of color in the damn movie.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like...
1: Oh, I feel like I've been talking forever. Do you have anything to no. say?
0: <laughs> I really love that, like, you notice all this, like, if- if- when you watch it, um, in the background, like, if you just watch that, you can just see all this shit starting to happen. Mm-hmm. And then it really starts kicking off when she comes out of her house and, like, there's just chaos and she's not even paying attention because she's got her headphones and she's singing along to her the oh, song. Oh, that's-
1: that song's so funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, relatable. <laughs>
1: Like that sets the tone, I think, for this. Mo- like you, I know. Th- I feel like it's kind of unfair to like compare it to Shaun of the Dead, but I've seen a lot of comparisons to Shaun of the Dead. But because both of them do that, where even from the beginning you see little things in the background of like someone's coughing, someone's sick, and then it just like gets worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Um, plus they're both British, I guess. <laughs> 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 it's like, a- like I think I- like the the pitch that everyone was giving was like it's a musical Shaun of the Dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not to love.
1: Yeah, caught that, that song where she has her headphones in and no one is just not paying attention. Yeah. like there's some great just visual gags in that. Like the like the, this guy falling from the house on the beat. I was like, oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Those were so good. I loved it.
1: The weakest song to me is the one that's like I call it the Old Man Yells at Cloud song, where they're like, Oh, yeah. Why are we Why are we on our phones? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> okay, burn. <laughs> like, the evacue selfie joke was funny, and then the song just is stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah. I could definitely see people doing an evacue selfie shit. I could see oh, that.
1: Oh, a- no, absolutely. That's gonna happen.
0: It's gonna happen.
1: It's gonna happen. Yeah, that... Huh. I don't, like... I. I think we all kinda need to take a break from zombies and like or at least I need to take a break from zombies. Cause watching <laughs> this again like when the world is already in such a state of chaos and dread, I'm just like, I don't I don't know, I don't really feel like watching this, but I chose this movie. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's on me. <laughs> but it, it is a really fun movie though. It is. And it it was fun I, I I'm sure not a lot all the people got to see it in theaters, but it was so much fun seeing it with a crowd. And, like, when Savage's song started, and we all realized he was about to get, like, his villain song, we're like, oh, yes! Yes! <laughs> like, one of the actors did a and a Q&A after the... Oh, I forgot. The guy that, like, likes to make weird movies. The... the Oh, yes. The, yes. he the, That actor was there, and he was saying that the guy who played Savage was literally just acting like that on set. Like, everyone was <laughs> terrified of him. <laughs> or not just that, but just, like... I don't know if he was doing that on set, but I think he said more, like, at the first, like, from the very first table read, like, he knew exactly what he was gonna do with that character, and they were all, like, holy shit.
0: (laughs) I love it.
1: (laughs) He looks like if, like, Stephen Merchant, like, snapped or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, my God. No, yeah, just, like, and he's so incredibly awful. Too. He's yeah. He's just the worst, and I'm just waiting for him to get eaten. I was just like, why aren't you dead yet? Please, somebody kill this guy. (laughs) Yeah, like he traps the and like like all the kids. He's like, oh, here's where your parents are, and then he like traps them in that room with all the zombies and like has the stuff shut. And he's just like waiting for them to get Mm -hmm. eaten. And I'm like, oh my god, you're the worst. Yeah, this guy sucks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, I dug the conversation that he had, again, forgetting names, um, with Lisa, when, like, she's worrying about, like, the grandma and everything, Mm -hmm. and he's like, what do we do when, like, the world is burning over, and she's like, we help people, he's like, no! No! (laughs) Because, because she ends up, like, sacrificing herself for helping out, like, I don't know, I dig that message, I guess, (laughs) Cause that's, I think that's how we all hope we would be in a situation like this, is trying to help other people out instead of just uh, creating chaos. Yeah, for real. Sir. So, do you have, like, a favorite song from this? They're all pretty,
0: like, catchy. I really liked Anna's last song when, like, mm. she was out there with Nick and they, like, the zombies oh, were yeah. coming from both sides and she's, like, she, like still like, having hope even with like what mm-hmm. seems like an impossible odds about coming down on you. I just really mm-hmm. liked that song. So I was like, ooh, need that today. So Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I had only seen this once and listened to
1: the soundtrack like a few times when it first came out and I still like remembered all of the songs. Like they're very they're very catchy. They're very hummable in that but and then but yeah that last one is like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This yeah. is so good. I, I really did I really enjoyed it. Um and then like oh uh not he wasn't her boyfriend, um, but they did hook up Nick. Um, oh yeah and he started out. I was just like, great, this kind of guy. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, he's just kind of being this way because he's trying not to think about the fact that he had to kill his dad. And yeah. like that would fuck me up so bad. Yeah. And then he like, like offered, like, he told Anna to, like, go out when her dad was bit, because she mm-hmm. was about to ask, you know, can I help, and he told her no, like, let me do this instead, and I was like, okay, maybe he has some rights, so he's okay. <laughs> he's a good boy. <laughs> yeah, it's layers. The <laughs> layers.
1: All the all the characters in this are actually pretty layered, especially for such a short movie that ha- and like, the pacing is really good for it, too, like, it never really stops, but, like... I don't know, everyone has something going on for them, even the side characters, Mm -hmm. like that would have been one note, especially Nick, would have just been like an asshole. Or, like, oh, I'm forgetting names again! (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I will never remember names, ever.
0: We're sorry about it. Sorry about Sorry to this man. You're sorry to this man. And also, like, uh, John... Jonathan? Yes. Uh Sure, the, I don't know. You're <laughs> asking me? <laughs> I was like, yes. Um, and when, like, he got bit on his hand, and then there was the zombies in between, like, him and Anna and the rest of the group, and he just kind of mm-hmm. got this look in his face, and he, like, grabbed her and, like, went backwards mm-hmm. into the group. I was just like, I don't know if I would have had, like, the guts to do that, so, like... Props to him for just being, like, making a decision about it. Just being, like, fuck it. And then just, like, putting, like, getting her on the other side so that way she'd be safe. Mm Because he already knew he was doomed, so it was, like. Yeah, might as well. (laughs) Yeah, might as well.
1: I liked when his sweater lit up at the end when he was a zombie.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That was great.
1: (laughs) Yeah, my dude needs to buy more than one, though, because he wore the same sweater twice in a row. You can't (laughs) do that.
0: You gotta get better at that. You you gotta get some more, my dude. You gotta. So when it comes to zombies, I guess we can venture into the second part of this. Uh, It's been around for a long-ass time. Uh, According to the book The Undead, 18th Century by Linda Troost, zombies appeared in literature as far back as 1697. And back then they were actually described as spirits or ghosts, not the cannibalistic undead. Uh, But they only arrived to the big screen around 1932, around the same time as Frankenstein and Dracula in the movie White Zombie. So, and then there was a couple other films that happened after that, but it was only around 1968 that they began acquiring a cult following, uh, thanks to the release of Night of the Living Dead, directed by the legendary George Romero. Uh, Over 15 years, he would then go on to direct two more zombie films, Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, from the 1980s to now, dozens of zombie films were made, and even Scooby-Doo got to do battle against them <laughs> like in the 1998 film Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, which is one of my favorite Scooby-Doo movies of all time. I watched that hey. so much on VHS, you won't even I re, like I think the tape is starting to degrade now at this point. Can I go back a minute to pour one out for
1: George Romero? Hell yeah. Or just to mention that, because... Like you mentioned, even as far back as like the concept of zombies are mentioned, and then their on-screen appearances, like what we know of as zombies, as like undead flesh eaters, brain eaters, etc., that literally started with *An Eye of the Living Dead*. Because like all, the, especially all the on-screen appearances in the '30s and like *I Walked with a Zombie*, it's all like some really racist voodoo version. Yeah. <laughs> so, where they're not doing, they're just kind of lifeless and dead and that. But Romero came up with that whole concept, and, like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was a- an absolute game-changer.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, a lot of it's featured with, like, uh, Haitian culture. Yeah. Uh, was prominent with that, and in voodoo and things like that, and its history of zombies. Like, even the ancient Greeks, uh, archaeologists unearthed graves, and they would find skeletons that had rocks and stuff on top of them to, like, Ooh! prevent... People from, like, coming back reanimated, so that's what they that's what they believe <laughs> ah! is the reason. So I was like, holy shit, <laughs> we've been on oh, this wait. for a while, um, <laughs> which is so weird. But um, So there's just so many zombie movies. There's uh, Dead of Night, Let Sleeping Corpses Lie, The Grapes of Death, Living Dead, which went on to inspire the zombies in 28 Days Later, and The Walking Dead zombies, mm-hmm. Creep show, Shaun of the Dead, as you mentioned, even TV got into it, Game of Thrones, iZombie, uh, and Helix are a couple that do it, and not every zombie TV show is exactly the same, because, like, I'm pretty sure the ones in iZombie are, like, they came back as dead, but they're still pretty, like, human, they just have to eat people, <laughs> eat brains, and, like, they, they gotta, they like, gotta. um, I haven't watched it, but is isn't,
1: like, Santa Clarita died about that. Isn't Drew yes. more a zombie?
0: Now? Yeah. That's also God. zombies. Um, so there's also, and, uh, you know, Pride and Prejudice and zombies. And then, <laughs> you know, pro wrestlers versus zombies. That is a real thing. And then, of course, the legendary zombievers, as we all know. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what everyone first associates
1: zombies with. <laughs>
0: Uh, And in the, uh, one of my favorite all-time TV shows that I think did an amazing job with uh, zombies is called In the Flesh. Uh, It was a Mm -hmm. BBC uh, show back in about 2013 or so. It only had a couple seasons, but it's so good. And I highly encourage everyone to watch it. I would definitely check on the ratings first because there's lots of talk about like how these people died and then came back because the main character died by suicide, um so definitely it's it's just so good like and and it's, and it's gay and i love it so <laughs> that's like double points and uh, and you know lots of literature also has uh zombies in it we have the very highly acclaimed World War Z i was made to a film but everyone that read the book hated the film so i was like <laughs> someone was like i remember somebody saying it's like Brad Pitt's uh saves memorial uh, labor day weekend or something like that is what they compared it to
1: <laughs> well, because wasn't the book like more of like a fake survival guide or something that Max Brooks wrote? Or my thing? Yeah, he else? he
0: actually wrote he wrote that yeah. and the zombie uh apocalypse uh, how to survive a zombie apocalypse guide. Okay, um, and I think World War Z is more. I have the book on my shelf to read. Uh, it's more of like talking like almost interviews of people who survived the zombie apocalypse and like that's the okay. aftermath and it's just like all around the world I believe so. I was like, this is very different from what, um, the book was. And there's also, you know, comic books, obviously, The Walking Dead, though the show has varied off. I heard ex- of it. <laughs> varied off extremely from the comics, uh, which are very, very good. Um, then, you know, video games. Oh, what was the name? Uh, there was one that's, like, something island, uh, that's got Dead zombies. Island? Dead Island, yes, Dead Island. Bruh, That trailer. <laughs> And, you know there's like fake uh plants versus zombies which like kids can play and shit because it's so like sanitized <laughs> down um yeah oh you know. shit. yeah <laughs> yeah you don't really think like Start really them young cartoony zombies and all that stuff so it's like you're really just kicking off from there um but it's just been so prominent especially with like very popular tv shows like game of thrones and stuff like that and it's almost like we need a break from zombies, because it's just so overwhelming at this point. We do. It, it's
1: time, because, like, yeah. I don't know what we're going to hype on next, and or, like, it's kind of all a cycle. But, like, I, both, like, Shaun of the Dead and Walking Dead were at the start of this new zombie craze. hmm And I'm, like, looking at my fake watch, like, I think it's time to...
0: <laughs> we need to hit <laughs> the <I> <laughs> pause button on that. We gotta,
1: like, make... We gotta do some like, I don't know, do some more werewolves or something. I don't know. Blum, Blumhouse Universal monster movies, man. That's mm. what we gotta do. Um. Well, let me ask you this because this is a a hot topic and zombie discussion. Do
0: you prefer slow zombies or fast zombies? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm so used to the slow zombies because I feel like that would mm-hmm. make almost more sense in, like, if that really happened, because you're decomposing Oh, absolutely, body. yeah. But there's something extremely unnerving also about fast zombies, like in 28 Days Later. Like, that's terrifying. <laughs> just They could just still be I mean, so fast.
1: Pushes up nerve glasses. Those aren't zombies.
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> those like technically
1: Army. aren't uh, zombies, but, yeah, they're infected. Or, like, the, the, the Dawn of the Dead remake. Those are fast-ass zombies. <sighs> that
0: was... <laughs> This
1: is terrifying that's just, that's I just asked because I know like <laughs> I I asked because Simon Pegg like wrote a whole ass like article about how he prefers slow zombies. That yeah. is is a fun read. So I just asked because I know I because I noticed that in this they're slow zombies. But yeah. They're still lethal. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, because it's, like, even though they're slow, like, they can keep going. There's nothing really to stop them unless mm-hmm. you kill them, and so they'll eventually catch up to you if you don't take them out first. So it's it's a lot. It's a lot, and I am I do love zombie films. I think if they're done well, you know, and, you know, written well and stuff, because 28 Days Later and I Am the Living Dead are some of my favorites. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, obviously as well, um, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, I remember when I Am Legend came out, and that was a whole slew of things, and I wish they had oh done God. the preferred ending instead Aren't of- Weren't vampires in that? They were, like, these weird vampire, like, they could only come out at night, um, and, mm-hmm. like, I loved the, the alternate ending so much because- the only reason why they were acting so, like, hostile to the main guy was because he had one of their own, and they just wanted her back. And they showed, like, mm-hmm. like this level of intelligence, because most of the time zombies are just kind of, you know, mindless, going wherever, the only thing they recognize is the smell of blood and stuff, almost like a, almost like a shark. Mm-hmm. Um, but they showed mm-hmm. this difference of intelligence in that, like, they just didn't want to mindlessly kill things they just wanted to have their own with them uh and i also liked the fact that you know i'd never really seen anything with you know somebody having an immunity both like either through the air or like through like a bite uh, of not becoming a zombie which i don't know if that's really been explored a lot um i know this movie called the girl with all the gifts uh kind of touches upon that a little bit which is wild movie. I, I need to, yeah, I need to see that. They mentioned that in Horror Noir. It's good. It's really good. I, I enjoyed it greatly. Um, and, uh, I don't, I don't know. There's, like, so much has been done with zombies. I almost think, yeah, we do need to pause it. We need to get back to werewolves. (laughs) We need to get back to- No, we just need a break.
1: We've done, (laughs) we've done zombies and vampires very recently. We gotta, gotta do some- (laughs) Let's do some werewolves.
0: Let's do some werewolves. Like, I would love, like, how I mentioned the one time that I would love to see a woman do, like, an adapt- Like, a- Like, not a remake, I would say, but just, like, inspired by- Or, like, something that's, like, inspired by American Werewolf in London. Because, like, God knows we've seen- Oh, you don't- You don't want to see
1: Max Landis' remake? Hell no. (laughs) Um, there is a werewolf movie recently that was- directed by a woman that was from, um, fuck. (laughs) It's from, like, Argentina or something. Oh, wow. Let me see. It's on Canopy now. I need to watch it. Good Manners, I think. Let me look it up. Ooh. Yeah, Good Manners. I'm down. Um, and it's like, and it's gay, too. It's it's lesbian werewolves. I love it. Oh, it's from Oh, maybe it's from- oh, it's from Brazil, my bad. Okay. Anyways, I need to watch that. Yeah, but not a lot- even, like, even Ginger Snaps, which is, like, female-led, and actually it was written by a a woman, but it's still directed by (laughs) a man. All three were, but, um, yeah, that'd be dope. I saw someone when everyone was just, like, you know, fucking around on Twitter during the announcement of, like, Blumhouse- taken over the Universal Monster franchise, and, like, who would you like to see direct one? And someone said, like, the director of Revenge making a Wolfman, and I was like, oh my god, please. Oh, please. please. Please do it. <laughs> please. Oh my god. Or the director that's... of Raw, like, that, that, they could do, she could do something gnarly. They're, they're both French, so I don't know how to pronounce their names.
0: most <laughs> Oh no, yeah. Even if,
1: even if I looked them up. It's...
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be so cool to see. It's like, especially since we're getting the Invisible Man uh, next year really soon so yeah dog let's let's get some let's get like this is a way to like truly get even like because women are pretty prominent in horror but this is a way to really push it up even more is to get a woman behind this camera on a very famous uh franchise series that is you know the, the classic horror monster movies yeah so at least yeah at least
1: elizabeth banks is in but it's for it's for the invisible woman mm-hmm that's not as notable, but I'm I'm super excited about it. That's probably good.
0: You you watched the original, right? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. I I really enjoyed the original Invisible Woman because it's like this the main lead girl just like even though they do mention a lot, like she must not be wearing anything. I'm like you didn't do that for the man, but okay. Um, <laughs> but she like just didn't give a shit. She's like I'm invisible. I'm gonna go kick my boss's ass, and quite literally, she did. <laughs> So, yes! and, and the, and the scientist in that film was speculative to be, like, gay-coded, so I was like, and he lives, so. Oh, shit, alright. I'm like, you gotta watch, you gotta watch it. I'm so excited about it, um. Oh, hell yeah. But, yeah, just, like, th- these monster movies are, they are kind of making this comeback, I feel like, and I'd really love to see just, like, more of that stuff. I think we've done enough with the zombies, in my opinion, um, <laughs> to quite last a lifetime for me anyways but um <laughs> i would yeah just i would just love to see you know more more werewolf stuff because that's i feel like that hasn't been tr- like explored as in depth and thoroughly as zombies and s- vampires and stuff have because we all know the classic uh scene from american werewolf in london where he's mm-hmm. transforming and it looks painful as shit and yeah. then the Harry Potter one where he's transforming as well, which I think is my favorite uh werewolf transformation on film in of, of the films that I have seen uh is that one. Uh and especially just like how humanoid he still looks but is also very wolf like. I really enjoyed that. Um so, but on the topic of zombies, do I even own any that are not <laughs> um, well, Evil Dead's not zombies, that's just possession. Yeah. Uh, Shauna the Dead, that's what... I think hey. is the only one I own that's a zombie movie. I don't think I really own anything else, because, well, the mummy's just... I don't think the mummy counts.
1: Does it? No? That's a mummy.
0: That's a mummy. <laughs> that's a mummy. <laughs> so, no, yeah. I, I think, yeah, this pretty much... Yeah, that's it. That's the only one I got that's zombies is... Uh... Shaun of the dead but i really yeah like i really enjoy it like i still gotta get nine of the living dead on criterion sometime whenever oh yeah so and then i'll have that one but um i guess we can move on then to our third category is this film gay yeah I mean, like quite quite <laughs> quite literally
1: <laughs> uh we got a, we got a whole ass Draco Malfoy looking lesbian. In- oh, that's, <laughs> yeah,
0: okay, that's exactly what I was like, okay, who is she reminding me of? And she was reminding me of, like, that, uh, uh, that one, you know, the, um, the Star Kid musical, like the Harry Potter Star yeah, Kid yeah. musical, that girl, like <laughs> she Lord reminded Lopez, me of
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, good old Steph. And, like,
1: and she, she lives! She, I, yes! I was so worried the whole time. <laughs> And um, not just that, like, it's one of those things that was just, it's just, like, a <laughs> casual lesbian. Like, she's yeah. already just, she's just mentioned her girlfriend and mentioning the angst between her parents and how they you know, are literally like, running away from her to Mexico instead of dealing with their daughter. And mm-hmm. and I mentioned this before but I, I like the kind of arc that she has where, like, she's trying to help others but won't let anyone else help her with anything. Mm-hmm. And then kind of befriends... The man whose name I still don't know. Who? Is it Chris? Is that who that Chris. is? Chris. I think Chris. it's Chris. Yes. Chris. Okay. Uh, they kind of have this, like, budding friendship that's really cute. And, like, he mentions at some point, like, well, you you still got us. And it's, like, this really sweet moment. And then he and, and Luce end up, like... Like, they... I don't think they realize it at the time, but what they do for her is, like, literally like, saving her and sacrificing themselves by, like, distracting the zombies over there and cornering
0: themselves. Yeah.
1: Like, it's a, oh, it's a very sweet moment, I think, I don't know.
0: Yeah, definitely, and, like, (laughs) and it's also because, like, they were, uh, Chris and Lisa were also, like, they're the couple of the, of a film, and they were, Mm -hmm. like, wanting to get their Hollywood ending, and it's kind of just, like, they don't.
1: Yeah, like, they would probably be the leads in another movie. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Definitely.
1: Bruh. <laughs> okay, so I also, oh, there's also, I, I, I made some tallies. There's also yes. a random guy, gay man, in a Hollywood ending song who's, like, staring at his friend. and <laughs> Yes! <laughs> but also, I, I have a theory that I think Nick is a closet case, and that's just, I have no Ooh. proof. I have no proof, but, but I feel it. I have no proof, but I feel. It. Well, I just—I mean, I just think an argument can be made with all yeah. because he's—he's he's clearly dealing with some issues with his father and with toxic masculinity and everything. I'm like, why not just throw an internalized homophobia yeah. it's
0: for just for fun? Just why not? Because he's always because in his song that he does, he's always talking about how like I came out and I did stuff and you guys are all hiding and being pussies yeah. and stuff like that. And so I'm just like, ooh, that sounds like some deep seated issues in there.
1: Yeah, s- sir. <laughs>
0: i love that song (laughs) yeah yeah it's just taking zombies heads off with it while he's singing Mm -hmm. along his friends got shopping carts full of stuff to take zombies out with so (laughs) it's great it's fun i love it
1: yeah i love how we're dunking on zombie movies We're like this one's fun though (laughs) it is because it brought something new to the table like can you name another
0: christmas zombie musical like no can't you no you cannot Um. Yeah, and also just because, like, I feel like a lot aren't like a lot of zombie movies. Like for the most part, they're like a lot of adults. For the most, like, for like most of the cast, usually is like adults, and like you're seeing teenagers like dealing with this shit instead. Like, because that's true. I guess yeah. The teens are usually in slashers. Yeah, teens are mostly like slashers. Yeah, and like yeah. I know The Walking Dead had, like, little kids and, like, even, like, a baby coming into the world and stuff like that. <laughs> but for the most part, the most people that have the screen time are adults. And so, like, it's just kind of, like, what would happen if, you know, this happened? And um, you can you kind of explore that a little bit in uh, Girl with All the Gifts because uh, there's a very prominent young female lead. And, like, they're, these are zombie kids. And, like, you know, how do you deal with that? So, uh <laughs> You, it's so good. I just, I, I recommend it highly to watch it. Okay. Um, and the book as well that it was based on. Um, but other than that, you know, I I like the fact that it was just, it wasn't like an overtly, like, she's LGBT. She just mentioned, yeah, my girlfriend decided not to come. And then, like, mm-hmm. and it's just everything continues on. Yeah, because like,
1: there's no time for anything else. There's
0: we no don't, like, it doesn't matter. Like, she's, yeah. it's just who, like, that's just part of who she is. And she's have mm-hmm. all the other things. And I... Please, that's all we want. <laughs> Just want that. Um, so, that's, I can't think of much else that's gay about this film. Um, I mean, it's, we've, we've, we've made our statement. We <laughs> have made, it, it's like, it's a lot harder to make a statement when there is gay than it is, like, yeah, when I it's ambiguous. Yeah, I harder when
1: there's, like, canon gay characters were are like, ah, I don't know, it's
0: gay, and it's literally gay. Bye. <laughs>
1: It's more fun for me to rant about how, like, Annie Wilkes is a lesbian.
0: <laughs> That's easier to me. The The ambiguity is, it's it's so much more like yeah. you can dive into that, but just when it's straight up, like, you know, canon, it's like, it, yeah, it's gay. What else you say? Um, hey, you know. what do, what yeah. do you, know? <laughs> you want to say? Hey, you know. But yeah, you want to wind down? Sure. Uh, so, this morning I actually watched the movie In the Tall Grass that has oh, Patrick Wilson. Right. Absolutely disturbing when he's in that role. Ugh. What's so it about? It's like this, this couple, no, not a couple, uh, but this, uh, brother and sister and the sister is pregnant. They stop, um, by this t- very tall field of grass and they hear this boy calling for help and so they go in to, like, see if they can try to find him and get him out. And they hear other voices uh, that are also looking for this kid. Um, and at one point, the brother and sister they're like, "Let's just jump up so we can see where each other is, and we'll make our way like to the halfway point in between." And so they do that, and she's like, "Oh, you're really close." And they do it again, and this time he's like way far away. Mm-hmm. So like this field is like just fucking with people the entire time. They're just like getting lost in it, like this huge maze, and there's supposed to be this rock in the middle of it that almost wants like a sacrifice of the girl's uh baby and if you touch it like you go mad which is pretty much what happened to Patrick Wilson's character because mm. he is extremely creepy when he's just like got that manic grin on his face and I'm just like oh I don't like that <laughs> I would not want to see that at the end of an alley <laughs> <laughs> it's like insidious two t's <laughs> it, was, it was creepy um I think it's based off of a Joe Hill uh short story or something like that so I'd have to give that a quick read um, but I haven't done much other watching because I just got caught up on the Mandalorian series oh. so <laughs> excited I don't want it to end I'm just having a fun time with it I'm just like gotta wait till next year for even more I don't want that I want it, I want it now um. <laughs> there were a bunch of baby Yoda choices on the
1: when I went to the get Friday the 13th, like, flash sheets. Oh, yeah. For tattoos. Yeah. There's
0: yes. a bunch of Baby Yoda's. Who wouldn't want to get Baby yoda tattooed on them forever?
1: Well, me, because I haven't fucking seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a Catwoman tattoo. I did, yeah. So, I, yeah. I, at first, I was considering a few Star Wars options they had. They had, like, a BB-8, and they had an X-Wing, and then I saw the the Max Shrek cat from Batwoman Returns. And I was like, yes! (laughs) Yes, yes, uh, yes. So for me, this is going to be more of a wind up than a wind down, but Black Christmas. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) So I saw it opening night as I promised I would because it's not, it's not doing, I knew it wasn't going to do well and it's not. But, um, so it's the Black Christmas remake that's, uh, directed by Sophia Tikal, co-written by written by her and co-written by April Wolf. This is like her big break. She, mm. she hosts, like Switchblade Sisters. Um, like it's just really fun. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people. Like, well, it's primarily men that I'm yeah. seeing that are dunking on this. And from like based on the opinions I'm reading, they either just completely like missed the point or misinterpreting it or they're like realizing it's not for them that there is a piece of media out there that's not geared towards them and that makes them mad because this is specifically made for young girls that's why it was pg-13 that's why they made the decision before filming to make a pg-13 set of r and it it literally just means that like the kills aren't bloody or gory like that's all it really means there's still a lot of subject matter in this that i can't believe they got away with in a pg-13 movie Specifically, like talking about sexual assault and everything. Wow. Um, that, um, yeah, there's this song in it that <laughs> it was, it was written by one of the gals of Garfinkel and Oates. Ooh. Um, you'll know the one. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I, there's, you know, when you watch a movie and you're like, I can really tell a woman made this, like, in a good yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I just felt so many moments like that watching it, and it felt really nice. Like, yeah. And I'll, i at first, I think this is the first time a diva cup has been shown on screen. Oh! <laughs> oh! Not to say that only women use diva cups, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And, um, also, oh, what was I gonna, I'm like brain farting now. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just so passionate about Black Christmas. Oh, well, fucking Carrie Ellis? Oh my god. <laughs> He like did this role in his sleep. I think he like flew to New Zealand. And was like, all right, what do you want me to do? Um, <laughs> he's literally channeling like it's um his character is a mix between like Dark Lawrence Gordon and his character from Ella Enchanted because he is oh. using the exact same voice as Ella as in Ella Enchanted. And I like had to hold back laughter when he first started speaking. <laughs> like, oh my God! Bless this man. There's also like in the in the fraternity house or whatever that like um, There's like pictures of all the people that were like head head of the fraternity or whatever, and they use like an old ass picture of him from. I'm pretty sure it was the Lady Jane, and I like also had to hold back laughter there because it's just in the background during a scene. I was like, Pfft. <laughs> 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 yeah. I won't get into it and in with like the twists and stuff because I know you haven't seen it yet. I'm excited to see it, but I- I'll be here when you are, and Uh-oh. I hope you have a good time. I know I did. Uh, yeah,
0: it's it almost that it almost sounds like it was uh, Jennifer's bodied. Almost.
1: No, literally, <laughs> like that's. I mean, that's one of the example. Like that's kind of why they were thinking that was the inspiration to make this PG thirteen was because Jennifer's body flopped and it was rated R and they were like, this is like. But I think I was seventeen when it came out, so I was able to go see it mm-hmm. legally. But um, they were like. This is really speaking to younger girls. Like that means yeah. something. Like, you know? And mm-hmm. Yeah, men just don't like when something isn't for them. Like, they don't they like it can't... when it's not about me. I am uncomfortable. I... <laughs> I am uncomfortable when things are not about me. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: God. Like, I can't
1: explain to you why these things resonate with me because you just don't understand the experience. Mm-mm. And that that doesn't make it a bad movie. That just means this isn't for you. It's fucking Ghostbusters and, 2016. Oh, all God. That's not even- No, there's nothing, like, inherently, like, feminine about Ghostbusters 2016. They're just literally women. Like- Yeah. They just shit different. all over it because this they is... didn't like that. <laughs> they
0: just yeah, didn't God, like it. that's a
1: whole other story. That's a oh, whole I'm...
0: other storm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one, one last thing about Black Christmas, there's, like, little, it, it's, it's, t- it's the same title as Black Christmas, but that's really, all it really shares with it, that, and, like, being in a sorority house, it's not, like, it's not really a remake at all, almost, they call it, like, a spiritual remake, but there's, like, little nods, like, the cat, and, like, the, mm.
0: nothing happens s- to the cat, somewhere. right?
1: What? No, the cat's fine. Okay, because there's cause... a, there is a scene, though, with, okay, the, oh, uh, the, I thought I was going crazy, because there's this scene where, like, the way it's shot, I'm like, and then the jump scare in it, I'm like, was that an Exorcist 3 reference? And everyone I saw it with was like, what are you talking about? And then, oh. I, listened to, and then I listened to an April Wolf interview, and they're like, what, inspi- what are some of the movies that inspired this? And she's like, Exorcist 3, and I was like, yes!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I win! <laughs> Kate is up on another tier above everybody else. Uh, yeah,
1: so yeah, go see Black Christmas, and I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna probably rent it as the- the Rabbit remake by the Shoshka sisters. So that's- Ooh, yes. That's set
0: on that. I need to watch that as well. I have so much shit to watch, it's like the list never ends, it just gets longer. I know, I'm trying to fit in all these Christmas movies.
1: Ah! Uh. Ah! <laughs> uh. Oh! Oh my god, wait, can I mention one more thing? Yes, wait, have, yes. Did I mention this last week? Did I mention the Hallmark Christmas movie I watched last week, or did I- no. Can I, I don't please think so. talk about the We're yes, you may.
0: Past-
1: oh my God! So, um, this is the second year in a row Chad Michael Murray has been in a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh my God! And uh, he's he's fine. His it's it's fine. It's nothing he did. There's this- so it's the most convoluted plot. Like this was literally just Hallmark trying to be Love Actually while also selling Hallmark cards because it's all about this woman that like sends out. Hallmark cards to, like, five people that inspired her in her life. One of them is this musician that was in, like, a boy band when she was a kid. And so it's, like, coming back to him, and he's in, like, his house that's decorated completely in lavender. And he's just at his piano. And this guy keeps coming in. And we're all watching it. We're like, who is... Is that his manager? Is that his partner? Like, what's... Is it both? Like, what's going on? And we're having this discussion, like, oh, well, Hallmark would never go there. It's just gonna be all subtextual. The, the homoeroticism of it all. Because they are clearly... Something is going on. <laughs> and then, like, literally, like, an hour into the movie, they're like, they have this hug. And it's like, you're my brother. And we all were like, what? <laughs> 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 what? What? <laughs> recovered (laughs) and like this was like at a this was at a holiday party that was happening and there were like five of us watching it everyone else is like in everyone else is actually like having a party and they're like they all turned us like what the fuck is going on (laughs) we could not we do not have enough time to explain to you what just happened (laughs) oh my god rituals are intricate the rituals are getting dark-sided here oh my god yeah so anyways That's... happy holidays on
0: that i <laughs> i have to i just remembered uh from mentioning the classic monsters have you heard about them doing a uh oh god is it dracula yeah it's a dracula bbc show have you heard about that?
1: Oh, it's um, what's this fuck? Stephen Moffat's doing it, right? Yeah. Have you heard what he said? So I'm, clo- I'm clocking at that. Yeah, I saw what he said. It's stupid. Oh my god. It's 2019. It's
0: 2019. You're calling him by homicidal. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me right now? <laughs> I'm just like I've never wanted to but- throw hands with somebody as hard as this, but just you, you were up there, Stephen Moffat. <laughs> Jesus. You'd think by now he'd learn to not do these things. uh, You think Stephen Moffat
1: gives a shit?
0: He doesn't. And I I wish I wish some people gave a shit about what they do, but he just really doesn't and they just keep giving him more shows. And I'm like, have we learned nothing? No, we haven't learned anything. So don't watch that show. Please let it flop because I don't want to deal with that. Like, I don't think anything could ever compare to, like, the early 2010s with all that nonsense. But, like, I really don't want to deal with things. Like, when they describe a vampire as bi-homicidal. The fuck is that? (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: That's stupid.
0: (laughs) It is. I don't like it. Um, but, oh... I forgot that cats is supposed to be coming out and doesn't that look like oh. a nightmare of a movie? Oh god. There was a picture of it on the cover of the newspaper this morning and I my mom had it open and I was like, "Doesn't that look absolutely terrifying? Like you're on a bad LSD trip?" And she's like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should we should do that for the pod since it's definitely going to be a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> An unintentional horror movie. <laughs> gonna be terrifying.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, no. Don't like that. No, thank you. So, I'll probably end up actually reading today, because I haven't read in a long time, and I need to read, because I need to not stare at a screen for once, because so I do that every day for eight hours. you always on that phone! Always on the phone! Always on the screen. So, that's, that's, uh, that's it for us on the Wind Down, I guess. So, where can we find you on social media? Oh,
1: I'm, I'm at Dyke Madden on Twitter.
0: And I am also on Twitter at lm designs, and you can also find the podcast on Twitter at Horror Time Pod and Facebook at Stop Horror Time Pod. Uh, and if you like what we do, and you want more people to listen to us, just spread the show around. You know, spread the word, share us, all that kinds of stuff. We're great for people who don't want to watch horror movies but want to know more about them. <laughs> uh, and we also have an email, or and you can also DMs as well. Uh, Stop horror time at gmail.com if you have any movies you'd love for us to cover, or just anyone you want us to watch and then maybe cover, or any recommendations like that, because I never get enough recommendations for horror movies, that's for sure. Uh, and so we will see you guys for the final week of the horror time holidays <laughs> that we are doing this every, month. And
1: everyone have a, a happy and safe holiday season.
0: Yes. yes. So we will see you guys next week. Bye. Music